Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 59 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at OTM, and we've got an exciting show for you tonight with a jam-packed agenda. We are going to take a look back at the 2021 NBA season that was. We've got some exciting stuff going on with the Detroit Pistons. We've got some giveaways. We've got the final underdog weekly pick results of the season. Whew, there's a lot to cover, but first, let me introduce... My co-host, Justin, how are we doing tonight, my friend? We're doing well. I've been out, was outside playing a little pickup. I shot some threes, did some layups, maybe a little jump shots. But you know what I didn't do? No dunks. Only because in honor of our no dunks friend tonight. Because otherwise I'd be up there. You know, I definitely have mad ups to dunk on a six-foot rim. Yeah, but, you, um, you can definitely dunk. You can definitely dunk. And yes, we, you know what, after last week's, little mishap where I, I mispronounced Pat Connie. I'm not even going to go for it. I'm just going to say <laughs> my man, my man, Connie, a little bit of a hockey nickname there. We figured that it would be good to get some folks on the show. Well, we were originally going to have, have two, but now we have one half of the no dunks squad. Some people that's know some real life basketball so that we can properly break down the season. That was, we've got Mr. Trey Kirby, Trey. How's it going yeah, tonight? Thank you guys so much for having me on. Love the show. Love the tools. And yeah, sometimes it feels like me and Skeets are the true sickos of uh, the NBA side of NBA Top Shot out there. You know, when we're seeing these moments come through, we're like, oh yeah, I remember watching that game the first time around. That one's going to uh, gonna keep going on through, but yeah, excited to talk with y'all. Awesome. Awesome. So let me, let me go ahead, break down things a bit here, what we're going to do tonight. Well, first off, we do have some giveaways coming. So in order to be eligible for the giveaways later in the show, first, go to our Twitter, at OwnTheMomentNFT, retweet the pinned tweet. That is the first requirement. Second, we will be monitoring the chat. So got to be active in the chat tonight if you want to be eligible for the giveaway. So shout out producer group behind the scenes, keeping track of that, grinding as he always does. And then what we are giving away today, a little, little bit of some unique and fun giveaways, not, not just your typical Top Shot giveaways. We've got a Dennis Rodman signed picture. We've got an Isaiah Thomas signed picture. And we have three Detroit Piston NFTs. Justin, are we giving all of them away tonight or just some of them? I know that that's the total thing that we have, but uh, shout out to the Pistons for really hooking us up. Pistons definitely hooked us up. Um, and, uh, yeah, the way that they do this is collector boxes box comes with three NFTs. We're gifting them all away. And, uh, because the official sale starts tomorrow, we'll get more into that. Uh, we don't actually know what they are going to be. So really what we're doing is like kind of giving you a ticket to an NFT and, uh, we'll kind of, we'll, we'll dig a little more into it later. Awesome. Awesome. So yes, that is the requirements. We're also going to have our friend Noah joining us later on in the show that's going to talk a little bit more about everything that we've got going on at the Pistons. And I think that does it for that. Other than that, we're going to talk some NBA. We're going to break down the season that was, get Trey's thoughts on how everything played out, do a little bit of a look ahead to next season, a look ahead to the upcoming NBA draft, and just kind of see where the conversation takes us from there. I can't believe y'all are rubbing it in my face like this. Bringing me on a Detroit Pistons-themed episode as a Bulls fan this is really going to hurt my heart, especially knowing that deep down inside, the Pistons are feeling a little bit better off than the Bulls are right now. Uh, it's really going to hurt when we get to the draft portion, and we're talking about Detroit picking number one with a franchise superstar there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But we'll make it through. We're all bad boys for life. What is what what happened though? Because like the Bulls' decline just happened so suddenly. Like you know, with the Pistons, it's more of kind of that upward trajectory. You know where they're going. You know they're building for the future. But it really feels like the Bulls, like it just came out of nowhere. The Bulls, you know, they had a great first half of the season. Yeah, Zach Levine was an All Star, and they're like, all right, we're good, we're good. You know, (laughs) call it a season. Everything we needed to do was accomplished. We're no longer a joke as a franchise. We got our first all-star back, but then they made this big trade for Vucevic. It wasn't a seamless fit. And then Zach Levine came down. Uh, He was in the COVID protocols for a long time. He missed like three weeks of the season when they had their most games. They went on a huge losing streak and it was, I don't know, I was eating a lot of crow. Uh, You know, I was here saying the Bulls had a chance to go for a top four seed in the Eastern Conference after they traded for Vucevic. And uh, next thing I know, they didn't even make the play-in tournament. Bad stuff uh, from the Bulls in the second half. Uh, so, yeah, it's feeling like late 80s right here, uh, talking about the Pistons on the upward trajectory where the Bulls are blowing it. 
I mean, basically what you were hoping from the Bulls is what you got out of your actual hometown team now, Atlanta. Like, you get that, what? They had four or five seed, I don't remember, between them and the Knicks, and ends up having that kind of Cinderella run. Are you a you know Hawks fan at all? Oh, totally. Uh, root, root, root for the home team. Yeah. Right. So you know, I claim the Bulls number one, number two, the Raptors. I uh, lived up in Toronto with Skeets and Tass and the other guys from the show for a little bit, and then obviously I'm going to cheer for the Hawks down here. If especially you know they're doing well and their stars a guy named Trey. I got to get on board with that. Um, it was great to see though. I mean, it was really really fun down here. They were a five seed, knocked off the Knicks in that first game, and it was like a coming out party for Trey Young, right? He hit the game-winning floater. He shushed the crowd, and he was instantly like the anti-hero superstar that we've been wanting to see since, I don't know, Reggie Miller versus the Knicks, maybe LeBron that first year in Miami when he was really embracing being a villain. But that was really cool to see. Went to a couple of the conference finals games. Uh, saw the one where Clint Capella hit the shot over the backboard. I was going crazy. I was like, I got to have this moment. I got to. They put it in a rare pack because not only do you never see Clint Capella make a jumper, the guy shot it over the backboard, and they beat the Bucks without Trey Young. That was a crazy game. We were going wild in the standing room only, smacking the ceiling. It was a great time. And, you know, they gave the Bucks a run for their money, and that's another nice thing. You know, you go see the conference finals of the team that actually ends up winning the thing. Pretty special. That's great. And I mean, with the news that's going down today, we could tap into your Raptors fandom. TJ here, he's a Sixers fan. News is we might have Ben Simmons, a little, uh, little, little trade ski going on here. Yeah. What do you think about Ben Simmons, Trey? My goodness. As a Sixers fan, it's like, it just felt like all the stars were supposed to be aligned. You've got the Nets eliminated. You've got no LeBron, no Steph. It just felt like if there was ever a time, this was going to be it. And then, my goodness, Ben Simmons just completely, well, just hate to see it. What do you think about him as a basketball player, Trey? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I think he's overhated right now. You know, the way things ended in the playoffs for, I guess this was probably the third season in a row with Simmons, where you're like, you're, it looks like you're holding the team back here. And it got even worse at the end because, and, you know, not only was Embiid blaming blaming Ben Simmons for passing up the dunk. Remember, he catches the ball underneath. He ends up kicking it to Tobias Harris. Like Embiid brought that up as a pivotal moment in their season. There was like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. And like, if that guy really thinks that what changed it, how are they going to bring back Ben Simmons? Meanwhile, Doc Rivers then follows that up saying, I don't know if we can win a championship with him as a point guard. And maybe you can't, but I don't know. He's still really good. And that's why to me, you see like Masai Ujiri, if he's eyeballing one of your players and he wants one of your players, you got to think twice, like, uh-oh, what does this guy know that I don't know? And if he's trying to buy low on Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons must be pretty good. But it also feels impossible that he could ever play for the Sixers again. They just need somebody who's going to take the jumpers. They, I mean, the dream would be Damian Lillard, if they could somehow pry him oh, trust for me. Ben Simmons. But, in, in, my, uh, what, in my friend group chats, we dream about the Damian Lillard on a, on a daily basis. That would you be know, the absolute aim, dream. They say aim for the uh, the moon, you'll end up among the stars. Aim for the Damian Lillard, you might get CJ McCollum. That's kind of what I'm feeling for the Sixers. And maybe Bradley Beal. That'd be all right. Get Bradley Beal. He's good. Yeah. Good deal. <sighs> and I mean, yeah. Fred Van Vliet, like, might be going to the Sixers, might get a trade. I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, we know Simmons can't make it in Philly. Like, he's just not going to make it there. Why even bother with the rest of the United States? Just send him across the border, to throw him into Canada. Like, there's a new start, and then there's, like, a new start. Eh? I mean, like, you've got to go full on there. So, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it a change was... of scenery is probably best for everybody, right? Like, right. it seems like Embiid is done. It seems like uh, Rivers is done. And it's going to be tough for Simmons to continue like he's always going to be the scapegoat for the Sixers as long as he's there but also like if he comes back and plays for the first couple of months of the season Ben Simmons is awesome in the regular season when it doesn't matter oh, necessarily yeah. that you're not taking the jumper when you're one of the best defenders out there that raises his value right and then you're like okay maybe you can get something a little bit more in February than you can in this uh half a week we got until the draft yeah yep 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 all righty well you know what it wouldn't be and own the moment show. If we didn't put some numbers onto the screen, so here's here's what I got. I put together a little look at the the preseason odds that were going into this year. I think it was an interesting season from kind of start to finish because it was the first time in a while where we didn't. We, we probably had the most parity that we've seen in the NBA in a long time. It was many years of oh, just a matter of time until it's the Cavs versus the Warriors and. 
you know, I think no one ever would have thought that that the Suns all the way down there sitting at what six hundred to one going into the season find themselves six, in the six, finals. Yeah. Or yeah, no, yeah. Six. But either um, way, it's uh, interesting to see how how things turned out and what that's what also very weird because looking at the odds right you're like preseason odds the bucks were the favorite in the eastern conference but i guess they were at that point because no, the James nets harden. hadn't pulled the trade yet for harden yeah, yeah. and I remember mean, the yeah. pictures of harden we were seeing harden with his like just he was wearing a fat suit like oh, I'm oh yeah it was uh that last game in houston i think the okay. like the lebron no look three moment i think is from harden's last game in houston because they're wearing those like baby blue jerseys and harden is like incredibly sweaty in those like his jersey started baby blue and it ended up dark blue uh but then of course you know he gets to the nets and the guy's balling out um but yeah this is interesting to see i haven't gone back and looked at the preseason odds box makes sense being up there obviously the lakers defending champs but wow the suns really really put things together didn't they that's pretty impressive to come from a plus six thousand to actually make it after 10 years of not being in the playoffs i didn't realize I mean, I bet you go back and listen to our podcast from that time, and we're questioning, like, they got a chance to make the eighth seed. How awesome would that be for the Phoenix Suns to get to the playoffs for the first time in a decade? And, you know, Chris Paul really turned that team around, and, you know, they just uh, they were focused the right way. It was incredible stuff. Yeah, without a doubt. And oh, <laughs> is the picture not showing up? Well, I fixed up the cookies. Okay, there we go. Look at that transformation. Uh, black slimming though. I mean, everybody looks good in black. <laughs> Look at us, right? We're all wearing we're all wearing black shirts right now. We're not silly. Yeah, we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be on the camera. You gotta be gotta be looking slim. That's right. You gotta be looking trim. And then uh, I'll also just pull up. So there going into next season now, here's what we're looking at. So Nets jumping back up to the top, followed by the Lakers, Bucks, and but yeah, I mean, pretty pretty spread out across the board with the aside from the Nets. Got the MVP odds. To the right there as well. Luca leading the way. My man Joel Embiid tied with Kevin Durant, Giannis in second. So Luca's Luca's got to be a trap there at four to one. Uh, like, I, that's I'm aggressive. sure it was. It must have been something similar heading into this season. I picked Luca as MVP. Not even close. Not even yeah, in the finale or, or in the finals or whatever they call the the final three that they picked. Very disappointed not to see the Bulls even make the graphic. I mean, I know the Raptors. <laughs> had a weird season, but they're picking number four in the draft. They had a terrible season. They were tanking at the end, and they got better odds than the Bulls. Who's the team, though, that the Suns could be the Suns? I guess you would probably pick the Celtics at plus 5,000. Like, they just had a really weird year last year. They've got a lot of talent there. I guess they're going to have a new coach uh, in Udoka. They could surprise some people, but everybody always wants to count out the Bucks. It was like that the entire playoffs, right? They would lose or they would look bad. And uh, I think that that first game against Miami, their very first game of the playoffs, Butler hits a tying shot to put it into overtime. They end up winning, but you're like, I don't know. The Bucks, same old Bucks. Maybe they'll get knocked off here. If they obviously blew the heat out of the water for the rest of the thing, then they get down 0-2, then they come back, then they get down 0-2, then they come back. It's pretty incredible stuff. And now you see it here. They just won the championship. They've got Giannis, who's a two-time MVP, obviously in his prime historic final game to close things out a 50 pointer and they're still not even the favorites in the eastern conference because you're like what happens when the nets come back with three superstars who knows i mean so when i look at this and you're saying like who could be you know the sons of next year if luca's four to one to win mvp what's the worst a team's done where the player's got an mvp like you've got to at least make the playoffs most people are saying you got to finish like kind of either fourth or fifth if you're in a very strong west or maybe like first or second in the east but we have the mavs here at 30 to one like something there doesn't line up because if luca's you know winning mvp then i'm expecting the mavs to be a decent seed in the playoffs there. So 30 to one is there. And then I think the Nuggets at 25 to one, just kind of, that's where I'd be put in mind. Cause now that you're actually, they're coming back healthy again, you got Porter juniors actually come on strong. If they can find a role for those kind of three core guys. Uh, I mean, that team had a chance in the playoffs that they were a little more healthy. Uh, so 25 to one just feels like a little too much value. Um, and then Clippers, I'd have to look at contracts to get a better idea of what they're going to look like um, with Paul George and stuff, obviously still haven't quiet, but uh 21 there seems decent too. Yeah, Kawhi's coming off a torn ACL uh, in the playoffs. So he'll be back. If he's back, I guess it'll be towards the end of next season. Uh, Paul George is there for a minute, but man, you're right. 25 to 1 for the Nuggets is pretty good, especially Jokic defending MVP. He's 15 to 1 for MVP. 
pretty unlikely he's a back-to-backer. That doesn't happen right, all the right. time. I mean, I guess Narrative. he just did with Giannis. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you're, it doesn't make sense that Luka would be 4-1 to one and the Mavericks would be 30-1. to one. That doesn't add up. I think Westbrook was probably the lowest-seeded team to ever win an MVP, and he was like a sixth seed. And that was like a crazy statistical marvel at the time as well, right? So that's got to be Luca's case as well. I mean, he could obviously average a triple double for the season. And if he does that, he'll get votes. Yeah. Yep. I like it. All right. Yeah. And then let's, uh, we're going to bring Noah on in a second here, too. But first, we'll, we'll take a quick look at the draft. So I just kind of pulled in the, the top 10 picks here. So we've got the Pistons, obviously, with the number one pick. Consensus is that Cade Cunningham is going to go number one there. And then uh, also just pulled in some of the, the top people that I was seeing from various mock drafts and such. Obviously, you know, who knows what's going to happen when it comes to the day. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have any any thoughts on, A, Cade Cunningham and, you know, the immediate impact we expect him to have in the league next year. And then also any, any of these other guys that you think are going to be able to come in, have an impact, and what we should expect to see from this rookie class. I feel super behind the eight ball uh, <laughs> with the draft this year. Usually I do a pretty poor job of following the college season just because it runs during the same time as the NBA season. And obviously we're busy keeping up with that. Um, but then, you know, the Bulls traded their draft pick and then they lost it on lottery night. So I haven't felt quite the urge to do my deep dives as much as I have. But I like Jalen Suggs. He seems like um, he seems like the guy that's going to be a Brandon Roy type or a Kyle Lowry type. Or something like that, where you know they're gonna be, they're gonna get the cliche name. That guy's a winner out there. That guy was a high school quarterback out there. But I actually think it does matter. I like uh, he obviously hit a huge shot in the tournament, and I don't know, just that tough nosed player from a guard who looks like they're gonna never take no for an answer. I think is is a something big, and a Mobley is also interesting to me. People keep comparing him to Chris Bosh. And Chris Bosh is a Hall of Famer who was ahead of his time. Like Chris Bosh, if he played in today's NBA, would be even better than he was. And he played only 10 years ago. So I don't know how come Mobley isn't necessarily getting some looks at number one. But maybe it's just the fact that Cunningham is such miles ahead of the competition that that's the guy you want. Yeah. I, mean, I think what jumps out at me and what's really interesting is, well, A, you know, four of these guys didn't go to college or didn't go to the United States college. Uh, you got the two international and then you got the two G League. And now uh, we've always seen a bunch of international players kind of pop into those top 10 in the lottery picks. But this G League new formation the past year, I think, is the most interesting because the talent level across the board is better than college. College, you might have a couple of players that are kind of, uh, you know, more elite, like the top end. But from a floor wise, that G League and Ignite, you know, usually has better competition. So you get a bit of better bet. Uh, you're a little better at actually evaluating the talent. Uh, so it will be interesting to see kind of how the teams react where they're with regards to when they're getting drafted, how many from the G League are going to get drafted. And then how does that incentivize high schoolers in the future or will the g league kind of not fold but take a big hit now that college athletes can go to college and still get paid while in college yeah it's gonna definitely be interesting to watch you know you can tell that the ncaa was like hey we're already losing out on some stuff here let's find a way to keep some of uh, these players around let's get them on cameo let's get them some raising canes deals uh but yeah let's get I mean, them an nft get, get them an nft uh but yeah Love the it. ignite thing is pretty cool because like you're saying, not only are they pay, playing against better competition, like they're going through NBA style training camps and getting the nutrition and the training and yeah, the weightlifting and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you see the impact that like LaMelo had just from playing against adults for one season and he came in and he was instantly like in control of the Charlotte Hornets. Maybe that is going to be the case with a guy like Jalen Green. I know Kaminga is a little bit more of a project. You know, they say he's a... Uh, like a super athlete who's got to put everything together, whereas Green's a little bit like that, but probably further along. And that's, I don't know. I may, I would say that the only obstacle for the G League is going to be coaches who are like wanting to win and play the guys who have been around rather than having to necessarily, uh, you know, give a taste to the young guy who's going to be a star. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Definitely going to be interesting. And all right, let's, let's get to the, the man of the hour here, the, the squad with the number one pick. This is someone that, that we've been working with behind the scenes. He's kind of our Detroit Pistons NFT ambassador. He's the head of community activations for I Got It, who is the, the tech company behind these Detroit NFTs. We've got 
my friend Noah here. Noah, what's going on? All right, you did get the Pistons jersey. Let's go. There we go. Came in today. I appreciate you guys having me on. First, I got to say, you guys were talking about the draft, and you conveniently left out my boy, Scotty Barnes. I watched him tear up the ACC last year, and this guy is Scotty Pippen 2.0. Mark my words. Put some respect on his name. There we I go. love it. I'm an ACC fan, but I feel like everyone could tear up the ACC in the past couple of years. But no, nah, it's, it's it's impressive. Florida State puts out defenders. The Bulls got one last year. Patrick Williams is good. I can't. That's the reason I have a hard time getting on board with Scotty Barnes. I don't want him to be better than Patrick Williams already. I can't have the Bulls rookie being being overlooked this quickly. Hey, how about Terrence Mann in the playoffs? I mean, the Seminoles. Exactly. Are, that's right. The Seminoles are doing something right. That's right. So, uh, is is that the Rodman? Is that who we're rocking? Yeah, we got the Rodman just in time, you know, kick off the the little bad boys throwback with uh, some some 80s and 90s NFTs as well, 2004. So it's been uh, it's been all Pistons today in the last couple of weeks. Awesome stuff. Cool. So, yeah, Noah has been uh, working with us behind the scenes here on, on the Pistons drop. So and I know Justin was was super involved in this. So, yeah, Noah, you want to take this time i think justin might share his screen a little bit just tell the people we've been keeping our discord in the loop on everything but i think that what you guys have put together is really really cool and kind of showing that the the value that we can add to the nfts on top of just the the digital collectible digital asset itself with some real world utility that i think you guys did a great job of building in here well, you touched on it with the real world utility. And I think, you know, it's not only just about the NFTs that are going out, right? Something that's been a driving force with, with us, and it's been great working with the Pistons because they're completely bought in. Um, a main point is authenticity. And we don't want this to come off as, you know, just a one-off quick cash grab. Our, you know, real goal is to provide something different to the fans of not only the Pistons, but, you know, NBA fans everywhere and collectors. We really want to be able to provide them with a unique experience while you know still being involved in this NFT space that you know not many other teams are being able to do. And we've had you know, like I said, buy-in from the Pistons where you know they're they've even committed to offering season tickets for five seasons or you know meet and greets with players, um, a bunch of really cool things that you know they're allowing the, the the buyers to do. That's really you know changing the game. And I mean, like I think. So we've seen some other projects out there who have utility and the Dodgers one for the MLB was a great one where the one of one basically gave that person the world. They got a first pitch. They got all these great things. I think what's different about this one is the utility is not just at the very top. So, for example, if you collect the three banners and we can get into this, but like there are three banners and there's 60 of them. So they're not the most rare thing. You collect one of each and you get a meet and greet with a player on the Pistons. So it really tries to give that kind of. Uh, you know, horizontal, like more utility rather than just that top end. Um, but I think to start things off, uh, we got a quick little little, little sizzle, little uh, little video that we can show. So let me, uh, let's see, hopefully. You guys see it? We're good? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's hopefully we got sound going. The Detroit Pistons are proud to present our inaugural collection of digital collectibles to basketball fans everywhere. Our artfully designed collectibles capture the most legendary moments from our rich Pistons history. Limited edition digital renderings of our championship banners, championship rings, our commemorative tickets of our most memorable games. Owners of these unique digital assets will be entitled to exclusive benefits like lifetime VIP hospitality opportunities, exclusive Pistons legends access, and unforgettable experiences. Don't miss out to own your piece of the Pistons past and digital future. I like it. I like it. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it, it showed a little bit at the beginning and we've seen a little more behind the scenes of like how this is actually filmed and like your guys is basically creative studio team coming in, using those cameras to create everything. Is there any kind of other behind the scenes? Because it really feels like this also has the Detroit like history feel, especially with those tickets, the muscle cars. Well, I mean, first of all, that video gets me jacked up every time I watch it. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, first, huge shout out to the BOC agency for helping us put that together. I mean, we couldn't have done it without their creative team. But, you know, you touched on it. Like, 
what we were really like excited about was, you know, the collaborative sessions that we had where we really dove into what is Detroit basketball, right? Who are they? What represents them? You know, not only the, the image that they're trying to get as they move forward, but, you know, what made them successful and what made, you know, as the identifying brands of the 89 team, the 90 team and the bad boys. And then obviously that 2014. <clears throat> so, um, you know, a lot of different elements and little, you know, golden eggs were thrown into these NFTs that really, you know, tell the story of, of Detroit basketball and, and paint the picture of what it meant to be, you know, a follower of that team back then. And I think that's what's really separated these, this current project and a lot of other things that are out there, you know, there's, there's, there's buy-in and, and attention to detail, you know, throughout the entire project. And it's, you know, as a sports fan, it's really cool to see. Yeah, I'm a Bulls fan, and even I have to admit that that was fire. That was amazing. Like, the things look great. The rings look really cool, but the banners waving? Are you kidding me? Those look great. Uh, yeah, I did see a ticket stub, 1989 against Chicago. Uh, that has to make the list, no doubt about it. Um, but, yeah, those look great, and you can tell that there's thought and care put into the selection of it and making it as authentic to the experience of – growing up with a Pistons fan and, you know, being a fan during the 80s and then waiting the long time before they put together a team that kind of echoed what they had done in the past. It's very cool. And then uh, you could tell there was a little rivalry going on with your Bulls and the Pistons as well. So on the time, we had to make sure that the Pistons won up with all the offerings. Yep. But uh, I like it. I like it. That was it. nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can uh, – I'm going to share – I'll, uh, I'll just share my screen. This always gets fun and dangerous, but we can do it. <laughs> there we go. We're sharing the whole screen. All right, here we go. Um, so yeah, what we can just kind of flip through is that's so cool. Here, uh, so what's available? So right now there are auctions that started today. The auctions are the one of, um, you know, one of however many mints. I believe not all, but majority of the auctions that are going on today also come with utility of two lower bowl seats for the next five years to a Pistons game. So you're getting 10 tickets in total. Um, and then there's also kind of that collector's aspect where if you collect all four tickets from the 2004 series or 90 or 89, which means the first round, the second round, the Eastern Conference Finals, the finals, you then receive the composite ticket um, where you get an extra NFT. If you get the three banners or the three rings, you get the meet and greet with an NBA, with a Detroit Piston player. Um, and then if we look at some of the auctions that are going on, I think there's actually a few of these are only 24 hour auctions right now, just to kind of kick things off. Um, and you can see there's definitely demand and a lot of that is also driven by, uh, the utility that's incorporated, uh, and, and built into these, um, these early sales, which I think is really cool. Noah, I'm not going to lie. The chat, the chat is loving, is loving it. And, uh, they're not just always nice, so <laughs> if they didn't like it, they would definitely let us know. So uh, shout out and, to the chat. Yeah, you guys. And I'll say, like, I mean, we're only showing a couple of seconds of, you know, the full NFT. When you get to see a full one of those, it's it's really something different. And, you know, like I said, the attention, the detail and the commitment by, you know, not only our team, but as well, um, the Detroit Pistons organization of, of really creating something that would like spread joy with their fan base and really create something different. Like I said, it, it goes in at every different level. So, I mean, whether you're getting an awesome piece of you know, digital art or an NFT, or you're able to get one of those cool, you know, utility assets that come with it. Like, I mean, it's awesome. It's an awesome project. Yeah. And so let, let's take it the next step because auctions are going on right now. I think what I'm most excited about and uh, you know, really where the entire, the Pistons, they got, I got it. Everyone really leaned into is, the goal here of an NBA team of the Pistons is not to cash out and make as much money as possible. Like obviously the amount of money from an NFT barely is a trip in the pan. Uh, and the goal here is engagement. The goal here is to really bring people in this new digital future, really kind of incentivize this next gen feeling. And uh, one of the ways that, hey, what we kind of all agreed on was let's create these collector's boxes, similar to the packs that we're all used to from Top Shot where with a collector box, you actually receive three NFTs and they're randomly assigned based off those banners, the tickets, even championship rings, the Detroit logos and so forth. And uh, so for $300, so $100 per an NFT, and we did some analysis and this is cheaper than pretty much all the other um, existing NFT projects out there. Uh, you're receiving those three NFTs and they start you along your collection. So if you end up getting a championship ring, 
Now you only need two more to actually get that utility of the meet and greet. If you end up getting two of the banners or two of the tickets, you only need one more banner or two more tickets to get you to there. So now there's going to be that secondary market, which allows people for a, even if you're not trying to complete the challenge, the challenge or trying to complete that set, you know, other people are, so there's going to be increased demand in the secondary market. So after you open your box, if there's one that, you know, isn't as exciting for you, you want to kind of sell that one to buy another one to complete your collection. There's going to be more activity than we've seen. I think in some of the other projects, because people are really going to be looking to complete that set and get that real world utility of a physical composite ticket for your wall, the meet and greets, the actual physical ring of the year of your choice. Um, a lot of cool stuff. And you hit on it. And like, I think one of the really cool things about the, the platform that we helped develop for the Pistons is people can buy and sell directly on the, in the marketplace now. So, I mean, if, if you get that first one, right, you're, you're only a couple clicks away from being able to find people who are also selling the things you need. And, you know, I, I think that's a big thing of getting people to keep coming back, not only, you know, today and tomorrow and the rest of this week, but, you know, moving forward of incentivizing users to want to be engaging with others, and not, you know, not only in our community, um, but as well through the actual platform. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. Should we have couple, some fun? Should we do things. some giveaways? Couple, yes, we should. But a couple of things first. Uh, do you want to speak to this, Noah? Which blockchain are these on? Is this um, so something the, that so, we want to talk yeah, about? We, yeah, we can. Yeah. So, you know, we, we consider ourselves blockchain agnostic um, at I Got It. And, you know, we're open to offering our clients, as in the teams, um, any type of solution that they would, you know, like to see. Um, we our goal is offering portability. So for this particular um, project, it is hosted on I Got It's Quantum Ledger, um, and uh, so for this one, the Pistons want to keep it on on their web app. But ultimately, this is something that you know it could be down the line that's able to be kind of taken off. Um, but for this particular one, um, it's on the uh, on I Got It's Quantum Ledger. And that means no gas fees. You don't need the MetaMask wallet. Like a lot of this was really about like, yes, you know, a lot of people who are watching this show, people who have been following on the moment are into NFTs. You're familiar with it. But a lot of the goals of the Pistons and these NBA teams are to bring new people in. And we should all be very welcoming for that. And so following Top Shot's lead, let's make this as easy of a user experience to purchase these NFTs as possible. So it allows you to go in with your credit card. It allows you to go in with your PayPal existing kind of uh, you know, normal payment processing. And uh, you don't have to worry about trying to increase your gas fees to win the gas wars and stuff that we see for some of these other projects or paying those extra fees, uh, trying to make it as seamless and smooth of an experience as possible. Exactly. It's cool. Let's Just want to other questions, on that. anything else, TJ, that you want yeah, to bring them on? Yeah. And the other, uh, I think, so are we good if I post the discord link in here? I saw yeah, people asking about the discord. Okay. So posting yeah. the discord. You can join. So there's a, uh, will the link work? I forget. Sometimes. I saw a mm. comment in the chat. Is there utility with an actual physical ring? Is that something that's in part of this? You collect um, yes. all three. Come on. Collect all three. You get a, 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 a replica championship uh, ring of your choice from the Detroit Pistons. And I can't dunk and I can't shoot a three <laughs> either, but you know, I'm going to do everything it takes to be able to get one of those rings. I'll tell you that. And I will say the ring, without a doubt, as it should be, is the most challenging to get. There are only 10. And so there are auctions that are happening. If you want to get one, you're probably going to have to get one in an auction or in the secondary market. There are a couple, a few of them in packs. But uh, without a doubt, that's the you know most challenging one. Um, but hey, hey, rings don't come easy. Hard work pays just, off. I was just going to say, Chris, that. Paul, Chris Paul hasn't gotten a ring yet. We're not making it easy. <laughs> that's oh. right. Just going right at Justin's boy. He's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah, that, that is pretty awesome. That, still that that's part of this. I mean, that's wild. Let's see. Anything else good in the chat here? Those are the two um, main things I wanted to make sure I touched on. One thing about the Discord is um, we're going to be having some really cool stuff going on. Um, we're going to be doing player AMAs uh, this week with the uh, current Detroit Pistons player. Um, and as well, we'll be doing ongoing giveaways for autographs, NFTs moving forward. Um, and Justin, you want to touch on the, uh, the, the, what we're allowing for our VIP members? Yeah. So um, at the end of the day, we want the Discord to really be the place that kind of builds, you know, initially it's about the NFTs. That's what's really the starting this. But long term, this is going to be the place for Pistons to have an online community. 
And so how we're doing that? Well, we've been working with the Vistas and the team to figure out like, what are some cool perks? What are some cool opportunities we can get? So it starts off with the giveaways. Obviously, we're going to have some tonight, but there's going to be a ton more in the Discord throughout this week and going forward. We're also going to have some NBA, you know, special Pistons ambassadors before I, uh, you know, get, get, get in trouble um, <laughs> that are going to be joining the Discord and potentially doing some Q&A, some AMA, some virtual meeting greets. And uh, depending on anyone that was an early adopter and joined the Discord before the launch today already has that VIP status. Anyone else that joins now, all you got to do is level up to level two, which is based off about like 20, 25 posts. It's really just to make sure that, you know, the people who are actually active and joining this get an opportunity. And then you get the chance to kind of participate in those meet and greets, ask the questions, win the giveaways. Um, it, it, the whole goal is just to kind of find that place for Pistons, for the Detroit Pistons NBA team to connect with their Pistons fans and, you know, give them some cool experiences. Get your GMs and get that rank up. <laughs> yep. All righty. Let's, uh, let's, let's get into some, some giveaways here. Like the stream first, though, everyone. I've seen, seen a couple people trying to do God's work in the chat trying <laughs> to like the stream. Let, let's, let's go ahead hit the like button for, for Trey, for Noah. Not for me and Justin. You, you know, whatever. Nah, Y'all are good, too. Y'all are doing good, too. <laughs> So, hey, the more people I mean, me and Noah this, are killing it, no doubt about it, but you guys are doing your part as well. The more people Let that see shine. this tomorrow in the YouTube algorithm, those are the ones who are going to be buying your secondary when you're trying to flip to get your other, you know, to move up to your championship rank. It's all about leveling up. we got to get those go. rings. That's the most in-depth reason for why you should like the stream that I've ever heard. I love it, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's what we've got. Community. Right? We've got, okay. We've, we've got two fit physical signs. One each, yep. Right, real. Yeah. These are phys physical assets, people. We we we're, we don't, you know, physical assets are still okay. That's all right. <laughs> I know that we're all digital, but yeah, physical is still cool because they're signed. So we've got the Isaiah Thomas, the Dennis Rodman, and then we're going to. So how's the three packs going to work? It's it's basically three right. people that are going to get access to one of these so, boxes, and then they'll be ideally. Able to them. We wanted to actually give those NFTs away tonight, but because the pack the, the boxes don't drop until tomorrow we can't actually know what's in our box. So we are going to have a box. And what we're going to do is eventually we're going to open that up and gift those three moments away to the people who win tonight. But to see who wins, we'll still do it tonight. So we have a short video that I think Coop lined up that is just going to give the experience of what it's like to open up these boxes so people can see. And then uh, we'll still spin the wheel. We'll collect the winners. We'll get their information. And then uh, in the Discord, maybe we'll kind of jump on a stream and do like a live reveal of the box or we'll do something fun. But uh, so whoever wins for those three NFTs, they will know they have won one of the three NFTs, but they won't know until later in the week which one they've won. Awesome. All right, Coop. I think you're next up to play this video. Let's see. Or are you able to see it, TJ? I know he uploaded it. It's like a... I like it. I like it. So it was quick, but if you were able to see, it looked like there was... It was actually coincidentally all 1989. Two tickets and one banner. So... If someone was to have got that box, they are now two tickets away from getting completing that set. Uh, or you got one banner, you need two more, collect those two banners, and now you get a meet and greet with a Detroit Pistons NBA player. Very easy. And uh, those are going to go on sale tomorrow, and I think they're going to go very quickly. Um, it's 10 a.m. Eastern time in the Discord. We'll be providing any last-minute information, questions, and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm excited. We, I, we unfortunately do not have the ability to go out and buy any, um, but uh, we did put an analysis on the OTM site that kind of go, kind of walk through a, the basics of what you need to know, uh, but also, um, you know, just how, how we think about the value. We use that NFT value theorem that we work, that we put together to think about, compare this to some of the other MBA projects that are out there just from a value wise. Um, so check that out. But uh, overall, I'm excited for this. Should we jump into the wheel? Producer Coop, we, wheel. we need Let's to, we it. need to, chat has been very active tonight. So we do need to give the disclaimer that Coop is a human. 
Unlike Justin, <laughs> he's not a robot. So if he missed your name, he's only human, and he's a human that that has not been able to to pick the best underdog pick him of the week once the whole season. So it's is you know it's, that's the that's but kind of human we're dealing with here back there. If you retweeted, then he a hundred percent has you oh, yeah. in the wheel because we got that ahead of time. If you retweeted, so we awesome. got that. Then if you're here, and then these are going to be exclusive for people that are are in the chat. So if your name does get pulled, go ahead, shoot us a DM at Own the Moment NFT on Twitter. We'll make or sure Discord. that we or or, 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 or DM Justin on Discord, and we will make sure that we get you guys your giveaway. And uh, so we'll spin these. We'll give people, you know, not too long, three to five minutes. Send us a DM if you're watching. It'll be easy enough. But uh, if not, we want to reward the oh, people God. who are here. So. Uh, Oof. Look at that wheel. Oh, yeah. Ooh, beautiful. That's a lot of names. He's clearly got them all. My goodness. That's Coop, how long did that take you? <laughs> we got some bots that are helping us. There's uh, <laughs> half of it is like the program that'll do like download from retweets, but then half of it is literally just Coop behind the scenes during the show. Like, ah, I got show 88, 888. Okay. Alan Dominguez. Okay. Smush 85. <laughs> well done, Coop. Uh, so, what, do we know what order we're going in here, Justin? Let's make it up. Let's start with a few autographs. Let's start Let's with in honor of Noah's jersey today, Mr. Dennis Rodman. And it's it's signed by signed by Dennis, not signed by me. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we need another one. We need a new one, Noah, for yours. Get you to sign it. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, everyone. This is big. This is big. I mean, I would have liked the Noah, the Noah Worm <laughs> jersey, but you know, a Rodman one. I think it, that's probably the smart way to go with this. All right, let's do it. Spin that wheel with a Dennis Rodman. It's a great it's looking so wheel. So small, and it's going to be. Is it smush? Oh, it barely missed Smush85. JC Cauley. JC. Congratulations, JC Cauley. All right. If we see you uh, in chat, so hopefully you're there, JC Cauley, send me a DM on Twitter. Send us a DM on Twitter, uh, Discord, Twitter, one of the two. And uh, oh, I see JC Cauley there. Congratulations. Very nice. Dennis nice. Rodman coming your way. There he is. Well done. Okay, you cannot win twice. We're not going to bother taking your name off. But if by chance you win again, that was your win for the night. Mm. Then if, that, if I mean, if you win twice tonight, then I would definitely take your t test your luck at getting. <laughs> <that tomorrow>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You're getting three championship rings. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, four. Isaiah Thomas with one A in Isaiah. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Other other Isaiah has two A's. I learned that today. Thank you. <laughs> Um, here we go. Looking good luck to like... you. Good luck to you. Right on track. Right on track. Rack. There we go. Congratulations. Right on track. Okay. We'll give you a couple minutes. That's two Hall of Famers right there. Robin and Isaiah Thomas. Come on. I got to ask if, if you guys had to pick which one you would want, which would, who would it be? <sighs> Uh, Rodman for me. Rodman. 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 I, I think mean, so too. he's not 91 in this household, yeah. but right. you know that's yeah. a, that's literally my wife's favorite basketball player ever is Dennis Rodman. So I would I would have to go I'd have to go Rodman here. They, they both have lives off the court, like after the court as well. Very different lives after the court. Um, <laughs> but from a from a notoriety, yeah. Hey Coop, you think you can add Jeff here? Uh, we want to get Jeff Fotler back on there in between. I see a a, a new name just in case you haven't. Everyone else I already looked and I could see and you have them all, so that's good, but just, just that one. Um, all right, so we'll keep an eye out for some DMs on Twitter and Discord. Um, and uh, let's spin it for the first NFT. So this will be the left as you are looking at the computer screen. You're not going to know it now, but when I open it later, the one that is on my left-hand side, this is the NFT that you will be winning. What do you think it's going to be? Hmm. 2004 finals ticket. High value. I'm not there playing the odds right now because that's a rare one. That's a difficult <laughs> one to get. But um, there we go. I love it. Got to call your shot. Got to. I see you, Blake. You need an NFT. I got to wait for you to get them tomorrow. 
if you need the Discord, you can ask me. I'll figure it out. But uh, there's ways to get these. Okay. Oh, good luck to you. P. Bizzle. P. Bizzle. P. Bizzle. That name sounds familiar. I, think I was about to say, P. we've seen P. Bizzle before. Yeah. We've yeah. seen P. Bizzle before. I also saw someone else asking about the Discord. In the show notes, you can see a link to the Detroit Pistons Discord. So if you just click that in the show notes, you can go ahead and join. And there's, there's a ton of info in there and we will continue to be between now and tomorrow. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, we are still waiting on responses from those people. I know our first one was in chat. Um, oh, there he is. Congrats, P. Bizzle. Nice. P. Bizzle's there. Okay, cool, cool. Love it. Love there to see you in the chat. All right, so that was the leftmost. This one will be the middle. Hey, Trey, what do you think it's going to be this time? Uh, I think you're getting a 1989 championship banner. Ooh. Flapping like in the it. breeze. Okay. <laughs> gotta what be, gotta say? be. Justin actually did the sound effects for the banner. That's that's what that is. <laughs> you did the voicing. Yeah, that, that was his main. That was his main role in helping out. <laughs> they spent a lot of money on the camera, awesome. so they needed some. Uh, yeah. <laughs> HSKA for life. HSK for life. Congratulations. That uh, that sounds more like a Twitter one. So hopefully that person is here watching. Otherwise, as we said, if we get some winners, we might have to we have to run some again. Um. And, uh, okay. So now for the far right one, last one, and then, uh, last we, uh, get some extra, unless we need to do some backups. Let's spin that wheel. Let's go. Good luck to you. Spinning, spinning, spinning. TJ, we need to get your rapping going. I don't know if people know this, but TJ can rap really well. I can um, Daniel, a green one. Is that is that the judge? <gasps> that is, is the it? judge, isn't it? Yes, that's the judge. It's the judge here. That's the judge. Is the, the judge, judge in the here chat? Oh, is the judge streaming judge, right you now? better be in the chat. Is, <laughs> that's the judge. Oh, judge, this is your moment for all the all the times that you've been screwed. This is your time. <laughs> if you're not in the chat, oh no! Oh, that's gonna be hilarious. Someone let the judge know he just won. I don't know, <laughs> or don't. Your guy's choice. <laughs> oh, judge! Oh, that is great. I know Mondays are rough, but to, to find out you missed out on one of these NFTs <laughs> on Tuesday morning would just be absolutely <laughs> heartbreaker. Oh. It's funny, and uh, so this this is a guy. He's his reputation precedes him in the uh, Top Shot world. He's uh, he's a character, but um, TJ went on his show recently, and they they just had a great time in the show. Like really really fun guy, uh, but he is a character and just like big big personality, and uh, he would be upset if uh, if, he, if he's not um, here. Understandable. Judge is great. Judge is great. So he he streams. There he is. Almost. There he is. <laughs> I, he definitely oh, had one of his people. One of his, his judge has enough of a following that someone is like, "Hey, you're probably gonna want to judge." Shout out, my man. Uh, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, shout out to judge. Go, go on over to his his Twitch stream and watch him late night. It's it's always always an entertaining time. I'll have to I'll have to get back on with him one of these days if he'll have me. It was it was a lot of fun. All right, so. Uh... We do need people to reach out to us, though, um, just to make it clear. Yeah, if you were anyone that won, send us a DM on Twitter, on the moment of D, send us a D, send me a DM, a DM in Discord. Um, we need to track this. I know we've had four of those people in chat, right? I think uh, maybe HSK is the only one I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah, I think there is. Yeah. So here's what we can do. We can pivot over to the underdog pick'em. If we don't hear from people by the time that ends, then we'll spin the wheel again. I think that I would like work that. well. I like it. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. As Andrew says, to join the judge, I just need three free, <laughs> three free <laughs> hours. So judge is a marathon. He goes till 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. nights. It's, 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 it's impressive. A, it's, a, it's a marathon. All right, guys, this is the very final week of the Underdog Pick'em. So shout out to our friends over at Underdog. Reminder, this will be the last week 
you can take advantage of promo code OTM, receive a $25 bonus with your first deposit over at underdogfantasy.com. So definitely check them out. Tons of stuff going on right now with best ball, with NFL season heating up and just upon us in a few short weeks. They'll be back, of course, next season with NBA. They'll be back with NBA best ball at some point in the coming weeks. So shout out to our, our friends there. But this is the, the last week. So, again, promo code OTM. If you have not yet signed up on Underdog, support our partners, support us. We very much appreciate it. And this was the final week. Noah, I know, Trey, I, know I didn't win. The, the reason that producer Coop's picture is a goose egg is because <laughs> – up until this point, he has not. So here's uh, – let me give you guys a little bit more context. So every single week for the past, what, I don't know, 10, 11 weeks, we pick a moment. It's a Series 1 base moment. And then we, we're, it's a bet on how many percentage points it'll gain over the next seven days. And then whoever wins gets a point. And we usually have a guest as well that gets the pick. Producer Coop has yet to win. Although, ladies and gentlemen, I am very, very happy to announce – that he is off the schneid, and boom, oh. Reggie Bullock. Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> Reggie Bullock, which, for those of you that don't know, is Producer Coop's staple. This was back – was this like the very first person that, that Producer Coop picked? I think in week one, and it just became a, a – hashtag die with Reggie became a joke within the OTM community that if you purchase a Reggie Bullock moment, you do not sell it and – Man, what a way to finish things off. Coop, I don't know how busy you are oh. back there. I should have thought about this before. Could have brought you onto the stream so you can address the people, give your bow, all that good <laughs> stuff. Maybe we'll bring you on in a second. I know your video is not on right now. My, my but... favorite part my favorite part is we both chose Bucks, who end up winning a championship. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes random, Reggie Bullock. It's a steal of LeBron James, which is the best part. Just oh, yeah. completely random, and it goes up 20%. Absolutely love it. This is a great question. We should take the film. Barry, how many did you buy yourself, Coop? Coop might have just been driving up the floor himself. <laughs> oh, there he is. We are. We are also happy. Coop, you, Coop, congrats, man. Truly, do you believe in miracles? Reggie Bullock <laughs> bringing me out from the, the straight-up goose egg. You know, when you pick the absolute stone floor of S1, it's uh, it, it really can only go up, I guess, at the end of the day. So thank God Reggie pulled through. He does swipe LeBron in that moment. So if people haven't seen it, it's a pretty sick one. Still pumping it. Still pumping it, even though he's already won. <laughs> Love, it. Love it. So that, I mean, Justin, we end in a tie. So I know. I, I'd, we'll rather Coop, that I'd rather Coop win his one than either yes, of us. That's true. Had, so. He needed it. He needed it more than I did. Final scoreboard. Justin and I coming in with four. The guests coming in with three. Producer Coop coming in with that. That single digit and getting his face back on the wall. So, congrats, man. I know that the people are, are, are really happy to see it. They're, they've been pulling for you for the last couple of weeks. I'm sure that you had some loyal fans out there that were buying up Reggie just to just to see you succeed, just to see that smile on your face. So, well, done. I, I still I still laugh. I mean, I had some pretty bad weeks, but I do believe I had some pretty good weeks as well. I believe I picked the the Kobe tribute. It was up like. 30% and TJ was up like 31.1% or something ridiculous. So I had some pretty good weeks, I will say. Shout uh, out to those people that believed I was going to get on the board, though. Shout out to them. <laughs> Bullock on Bullock. That's it. <laughs> All right. Where do we stand here with the with the giveaways? All right. So real quick, who, who, who were the winners once more? So I can just. Yeah. So I think we, we heard from JC Cauley. We heard okay. from P. Bizzle. Yep. And we heard from the judge, obviously. The judge winning is just so fantastic. This is amazing. Uh, and I, so I think we did not. The judge hear, winning um, is great for Noah, too, because now the judge is going to have oh, yeah. for NFTs for his people, there too. There you go. Oh, yeah, oh it's rigged. Rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> Where's those people that can type really fast, but it's like one's a capital, one's lowercase, one's a capital? Give me that. Give me that with rigged. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think we haven't heard from two HSK for life and right on track. Uh, right on track rack. Uh, so I don't think we heard heard from them. If if you are right on track rack, I've seen a few people say that they are. <laughs> Please DM <laughs> us on Twitter. You have like one minute to DM us on Twitter from right on track rack so that we know that it's actually you. Those both do look like Twitter names. So uh, my guess is they retweeted and uh, you know something came up. Maybe they lost power like our like our man Skeets. And that happens. Uh, if you're in Atlanta, you might have had your power go out. It's quite possible. You get that last retweet in. Can't wait to catch the stream. <laughs> Guess not. 
Um, all right. Let's uh Oh, oh, right on track rack. Just message us. Hey guys, just finishing up work, but I had the stream in the background. Did I miss my shot to grab my pistons prize? So right on track is good. Okay. Talk about a buzzer beater. Gee. Wow, yes, truly yes. coming in. On Last one, second. On one wheel. <laughs> the ju- the judge also saying he would never not retweet because he loves TJ's. <laughs> Let's go, Judge. My we, man. Love you, we love you, Judge, too. All okay. right, so we're, we're missing one, then. We're missing HSK for life, which I believe was the, the quote-unquote middle. Uh, he won the middle NFT. Okay. okay. Let's, let's do another. Let's, let's uh, run it back for the middle. All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's run it back. For those of you that are first-timers here, bear with uh, my computer here. It's a little laggy. I saw, I saw some people hating in the chat. <laughs> you only need to win like 27 more Reggie Bullocks and we can get you a new computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. I also saw that it was a little small. Let me try to. Uh, I mean, it's it, it, a little it, bit. Jam-packed. There's just a lot of names. Oh, you're not going to be able to read either way. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Here we go. For the middle. For the middle. Uh, here we go. Good luck. Good luck, good luck good to luck. you. Good luck to you. Two five relic. Right. We got another Twitter one. Two five relic. Let's uh, let's see if we get there. Should we should we should we spin again for a backup just in case? Because I don't think I've seen two five relic <laughs> in chat today. <laughs> I mean, we gotta give them at least one minute. Yeah, there, there's backup. Yeah, there's one backup. minute. If they, if they showed up, right, we're we in need, overtime. Need a clock. Hey TJ, where's the clock behind you? No Isn't clock. Reggie today. Bullock? Isn't Reggie Bullock number 25? Yeah, Like that's fitting, right? Yeah. Like destiny. Reggie. Die with Reggie. Trey, since you're like the the resident NBA guy here, like what where do you think the the Pistons finish next year in in terms of like performance? I'm interested to hear hear your take. My guess is that they would still be out of the playoffs, but at least I think they're going to be playing to try and get in to the play-in tournament. I assume that's going to come back uh, the way it did this year. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that's exactly like where the Bulls were this year, trying to get into the play-in, and that's a huge step forward for a team that's, you know, just like Chicago. They've had a few down seasons, and, you know, to have a little taste of some sort of success I think is huge, and I think that, you know, the way things went last year with all of their rookies looking pretty solid. Now they're going to be adding kind of the cornerstone guy. There's a throw some veterans in there and you've got at least the sketching out of a nice looking team. Yeah. And I think the, the question that the Pistons fans are kind of more asking is like, when the next time they actually you know are competing for a potential, I don't know, I want to say title, but you know, like a legit team. And uh, cause that's really where you are from rebuilding. And I saw in the discord, people were kind of saying like, Hey, that 2024 season is like a target. Um, it's cause that's really what you got to do is like work in three-year windows. And uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, yeah, Oklahoma I, City that's about, the most I mean, at least in three years, you hope you're a solid playoff team hoping for home court advantage. Cause I don't know, uh, NBA players nowadays, it's not unusual for a third year guy to be a top 10 player in the league, right? Like we've seen it with Luca and Trey, uh, both in their third years really taken over and exploding in the playoffs. And certainly that's what the Pistons timeline, that's what they're hoping for too. We're getting our big time ball handler who can make things easy for everybody. And we're going to turn everything over to him so he can grow as fast as possible. That happens a lot faster these days and coaches are more likely to put the ball in the hands of a rookie, which I think is awesome. Uh, so things turn around quickly uh, as soon as you get that number one guy. I like it. All right. I think it's time. All right, we're firing it Discord. up. Nothing in Twitter. Sorry, Relic. Sorry. Sorry, Relic. Here we go. Good luck, everybody. But, like, if a tree falls in the forest, if he doesn't actually watch the stream, mm. I mean. I'm feeling Zach Slater here. I'm feeling Zach Slater on this one. Oh, Ooh. my goodness. Oh, the spin. Oh, <laughs> That's absurd. Can't do it. No Can't do it. Can't do it. Again. Sorry, right on track. Well, congratulations, right on track. <laughs> yeah, right, buy, really buy, buy, buy them all. Buy them all. Should really be buying some boxes tomorrow because, yeah. Right yeah. on track, running hot. That's insane. That is wild. What are we, 219? Yeah, there's only yeah. like a half percent chance of that happening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we got. Scotty? Oh, my. That was one off of my guy, Barry Walsh. Mm. Barry Walsh was uh. one off there. 
Scott Lauren, that's probably uh that's probably someone in chat from earlier, right? Let's hope so. It seems more like a chat name than a Twitter yeah. name. All right. I'll give you a couple minutes, Scott. Hopefully you're stuck around. That NFT's got your name on it. Barry, just so you know, if you zoom in there, you'll you'll see your name so you can stop giving me crap about not having you on the wheel. Let's see, what else do we got? We got uh we got a legendary drop for Top Shot coming up soon, right? We do. We got a legendary drop. We got we got a fun little fun little addition happening to the, the OTM site soon, actually. Maybe, maybe even tomorrow. People keep saying that they want to see, you know, how many people own each set. So I think that I think we'll we'll do that for the people, Justin. What do you think? You think that'd be a good idea? It seems like people are interested in that. You know, like I want to see how many people own the base set series too, or how many people own the cosmic set or any of them. I like it. If someone DMs me the right number of times TJ has brought this up to Neil, I'll I'll gift you a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna get so many DMs and guesses. <laughs> we are we are going to do a giveaway actually in the Discord for people that are in in the Discord. We're gonna be doing a, a giveaway. We're gonna have a little a little fun with it before. So this was Neil's idea. He wants to run a giveaway for people to to guess which moments are or which sets are the most owned by people so if you are not in the discord in the show notes you can see our discord sign up and if you sign up tonight we will we'll let you into the discord bypass the wait list all that good stuff and then uh sometime either late tonight or tomorrow we're going to be sending out a little little contest for a giveaway i think he's giving away a brandon ingram s1 debut so pretty, well, pretty solid. I don't think I'm going to ruin this, but the first one's kind of an easy answer for what's the most owned set. Yeah? It's got to be the gift. Well, we'll see. Enter the contest <laughs> to find out. Enter the, enter the contest to find out. There's only five of those only moments, five. and it's out of 888? 8888. 8,000, right? 8888. That is correct. I saw someone surprised. saying Scott Lerner was in the, in the chat two minutes ago, but I haven't yeah. seen... Scott, if you're still around, we need to we need to see you. Oh, 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 we got it. We got the DM. Okay. Uh, okay. I am here. I am watching. Okay. <laughs> Scott Larner, congratulations. Nice. Congrats. Congrats. Okay. Pretty solid night of giveaways. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you, Pistons. And uh, for people who joined the Pistons, you know, uh, the Detroit Pistons Championship NFTs Discord. There's going to be a lot more giveaways. Uh, we'll be in there tomorrow. We'll be helping out the Detroit Bad Boys, which is the SB Nation team, uh, doing some giveaways. We know we're going to have some Q and A's. We uh, the party is just getting started. Yeah. Justin, should we give them the little uh, the, the the Bad Boys secret? I don't. I, that's a that's, that's a bad boy move. <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm wearing the jersey, so it's only right. I think you can. I think you are. Right. You are. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have to now at this point. You, you, you can't back down. Otherwise, you're not a bad boy. Too big of a tease. Yeah. Sorry for all the OTM fans. If you go into our Discord community and you respond to the bad boys message in the giveaway channel, right? Um, the if you respond with the "I got it" Pistons emoji, you will be entered into the giveaway sweepstakes. We have only instructed his select group, or you know, their select group, and now you guys. So. Uh, we'll see you in there tomorrow. Good Let me give a little tip. If you go in the giveaways, you'll see the comment, and there's one emoji, one emoticon that has a lot more likes or emoticons <laughs> than all the others. So uh, put two and two together, and that's <laughs> going to be the one. We may, maybe should put another one just to throw some people off. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, yeah. well, um, people are just going to click on every single one. That's the real smart move. Oh, this was fun. This, this was, was fun. fun. This was fun. Trey, final words, my friend. Thank you for joining us tonight. Very much appreciate it. Tell Thanks, y'all. Uh, tell Skeets we missed him. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I'll let him know for sure. Uh, we're streaming tomorrow. We're streaming all the time. We're back talking basketball tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern as well. Sounds like people are going to be nearby some computers at 10 a.m. Eastern if you want to hear some guys talking about Steven Adams and Jonas Valanciunas being traded for each other. Are you kidding me? This might be the tallest NBA trade in... <laughs> 
18 months, I would say, something like that. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be breaking that down. We'll be talking about news, rumors. We're talking Olympic stuff. You know, Team USA, not a great start. Luka Doncic did have a great start for, you know, it supposedly being the offseason. It feels like there's a lot of news already. Uh, so we'll be on uh, YouTube tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern. That's No Dunks, Inc. I love that. So 10 a.m., we're buying boxes. We're listening to the No Dunks crew. Uh, that's a great basketball morning. No better way to wake up than some coffee, some NFTs, and talking hoops on the internet. There Sounds you go. Like dream. Noah, mm-hmm. final words for the people? Uh, thank you guys for having me on. It's uh, It's been a, a lot of fun working on this project alongside you guys. I'm happy to share, share with the, what we're doing with the world. Um, I'll see everyone in the Discord or the Pistons Championship NFT Discord tomorrow. If you guys like what you see with um, the Pistons and in the marketplace, check out I Got It. We're working on a ton of cool projects with um, the teams we have now, and as well some some new exciting teams we're going to be launching within the next couple of weeks. You know, if you're if you're into not only the NFTs or digital collectibles, we got sports memorabilia also, um, and we're we're happy to improve upon your fan experience. So thank you guys for having me on again. Good stuff. Yeah, thanks for all the all the work, Noah, and also shout out specifically to Justin and Coop for all the work that they did helping you guys out with the piston stuff. They were the the true workhorses that that put in a ton of time into that. So, shout out to you guys. A lot of good stuff there. And all right. uh, I'll do one more thing. I'm gonna yeah. give it a little tease. Next Monday we have a huge guest coming on the show, joining us from north of the border. Big name and top shot. That's all we can say. But uh, a true, a true pioneer in the top shot space. I think a, a lot of us would probably not be where we are without without this man. So we are super excited to bring him onto the show next Monday, as well as pretty much spending all week with him. That's true. So maybe that maybe that tease pretty much gives and, it away. I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. There you go. Hi. It looks like the chat has guessed it. Yes. We will just say it. You know what? Why not? Because we're going to be partaking as a sponsor in the first Mint Fest next week. So if you guys have not signed up for that, definitely go over, check out the first Mint, sign up for the first Mint Fest, August 3rd to 5th next week. And LG Duchette, the man himself, is going to be joining us for the show next Monday. We're going to talk about the first Mint Fest. We're going to talk top shot off season. I'm sure we'll probably talk about fallout from the legendary. And who knows? We're going to talk about all the things with the guy that has the, the coolest podcast voice in, in Top Shot, that's for sure. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks, everyone. I think that'll do it for tonight. On behalf of Justin, on behalf of Coop, on behalf of Trey, and on behalf of Noah, I'm TJ Lasig. We'll see you guys next time.